on 2SM and the Super Radio Network. Let's get back to High Tide. <laughs> and there's Mr. Wake people yeah. up, didn't you? <laughs> there's the stuff up for the morning. <laughs> Good morning, everyone. I won't stuff this up. I've done this once or twice. Uh, look, there are no weather warnings around at the moment, but there are a, there is some uh, strong wind warnings for tomorrow, Illawarra, Batesman and Eden Coast. For today, though, as you heard in the news, Sydney heading for a top of 29, Melbourne 27, Brisbane 31. We'll find out how the temperatures are in Tenterfield a little bit later. If you're thinking of heading out today, Sydney Harbour, Pittwater and Botany Bay, east to north easterly, 10 to 15 knots, tending north to north easterly, 15 to 20 knots during the afternoon and evening, seas below 0.5 of a metre. And offshore, Mr Blake, things look... The, uh, the, I don't know how things look, actually. It's disappeared off my screen. It looks um, good. There's no It problems. looks good. Yeah, it's about the same. It was uh, 15, 15 knots um, up to about 20 knots offshore and the sea's up to about 1.5 metres. So not too bad, buddy. Let's go to Tenterfield. Speak of the tiddler. Stevie Bowler, good morning. Good morning, boys. How are we going? We're good. How's beautiful downtown Tenterfield? Yeah, not too shabby, actually. We we were supposed to get a bit of a storm last night. didn't happen, but uh, from the looks of things, we might have uh, just had it postponed or had a rain check, if you'll pardon the pun. Uh, till this morning, so she's come over very, very uh, cloudy and misty first thing this morning, and it's sort of looking pretty uh, grim weather-wise, which uh, doesn't surprise me because we we had a, a big working day uh, ahead of the Tenerfield show next weekend uh, planned for today. So hopefully the weather behaves itself. I think most of the uh, the mowing and ground preparation stuff, just moving stuff around and cleaning out pavilions and things like that. So we should be right to still continue with that today, regardless. But, uh, you know, it, the way things are at the moment, we've been having just these afternoon storms every afternoon uh, and getting quite substantial rain, uh, which has been great. You know, it, says it hasn't been... Too much rain, it's just been really, really consistent, which is exactly what we've been been uh, hoping for. And uh, it's it's really, really uh, been fantastic in terms of getting, you know, feed on the ground and so forth. Just magic. It's, it's really, really good at the moment. Uh, in terms of the fishing, fantastic. Couldn't ask for better. Uh, the rivers and creeks and so forth are running really well. Yeah, there's plenty of uh, uh, bait foods around, frogs and things like that, uh, lots and lots of crickets and, uh, you know, the Christmas beetles are still getting around, cicadas, all that sort of thing. So there's heaps and heaps of food for the uh, fish. Plenty of worms and things getting washed in as well with each of these rains. Uh, so it, it's just a, an absolute uh, smorgasbord for the fish and they've been... Uh, really taking advantage of that and uh, anglers have been getting out and taking advantage of the fact that the fish are taking advantage of it. So um, <laughs> consistency uh, has been the absolute byword for the last couple of weeks. It's just been very, very consistent. You know, fish have been coming on the bite before these storms in the afternoon and uh, you know, the opportunities have been there. Um, of course, the problem with uh, fishing in storms or just before storms is the opportunity is also there to get struck by lightning 
uh, you've got to time it really, really well if you're waving big bits of uh, very conductive graphite around uh, yeah, in the great outdoors uh, right before storms. But uh, that being said, plenty of fishing to be had. Uh, so this morning, yeah, as I say, very, very foggy, very uh, threatening terrain and um, a bit of a cheeky uh, sort of easterly wind with it. So, yeah, I think uh, yeah, we might get lucky and it'll, it'll blow over. Um, the days have just been really, really muggy and, and um, yeah, just painful because you, you've got to mow every you know, two days up here at the moment. It's, it's crazy. Uh, and I hate mowing and I hate it. Yeah, I'll be grudgingly. <laughs> But the little fella's been on the mower. The problem with getting little fella on the mower, as you guys know, he's got uh, that vision impairment. So I sort of look at it after he's gone, and he's like, yeah, that's the job well done. And inside he goes, and I sort of look at it and just go, oh, I'm going to have to go over that. I just can't, I can't leave it, you know. Yeah. So he sort of, sort of leaves these, these little racing stripes up and down and misses batches and things like that. Yeah, he's but trying his best, but he, he knows trying. exactly what he's doing. Yeah. Setting up his little racetrack, ready to go. Yeah, potentially, potentially. <laughs> he's, he's been doing well, the little guy. He's been... Uh, 3D printing up a storm at the moment. He bought himself a printer uh, a couple of weeks ago uh, and uh, he's just been loving it, you know, and doing all sorts of interesting things. He's been making things here for the gun shop. He's been making things for, you know, his little technology things that he does. I don't quite understand all the stuff he does for technology. It's very much over my head that he sort of makes computer components and all sorts of weird and wonderful stuff. So he's, he's been going well. He's been really, really doing well. And the, the daughter's sort of uh, basically been, um, you know, sleeping in every day. So it's going to be a very rude shock to her next week when she's uh, back to, to school and high school at that. So Spoken yeah. like a true dad. <laughs> yeah, yeah, no, because, you know, we're, those kids go up to Stanthorpe, which is across the border, so... Yeah, rude shock. It's, it's going to be, you know, because she's she sort of missed out on the, the couple of extra weeks of higher, of uh, school holidays that he had because Queensland breaks up earlier and goes back earlier. So she you know, broke up late with New South Wales and is going back early with uh, Queensland. But uh, that's all right. She'll get over it and live for you. Uh, as I say, that, that's sort of all I've got, you know, fishing-wise. The, the fishing's just great. There's no, no other word for it. Freshwater fishing at the moment is fantastic. Um, yeah, problem you've, you've got at the moment is the um, Country Music Festival down in Tamworth. That sort of uh, is always bedlam for the, the fishing and camping availability down there. Uh, so, look, a little bit further north, maybe don't go to keep it. Go up to... Um, somewhere like Copeton uh, or you know, Pindari or somewhere like that. Uh, plenty of opportunities to, to get on to some, some really good fish at the moment. And uh, mad if you don't take them up. And but that's based on accommodation, isn't it, Steve? That's not based on uh, too many oh, people out there fishing. Like there's plenty of fish available. It's just uh, accommodation and, and crowds down there in Tamworth. 
and uh, surrounding regions at the moment just, you know, people go silly for that uh, country music festival. So he's a glass house full sort of guy. I'm thinking, you know, if you could, if you didn't need the accommodation, might be a good place to go because nobody will be out there fishing. They'll all be down li- there listening to, uh, oh, waiting no, for the golden guitars think, to come out. I think that there's uh, plenty of guys that uh, take a, the opportunity, you know, send the wife out line dancing and go and go for a fish themselves, no doubt. But, uh, <laughs> I know I would. But, uh, yeah, it's... Um, it's all right though. There's, as I say, there's, there's plenty more fish in the sea, plenty more dams on the uh, the land and uh, rivers too. So this, and that being said, the coast is firing. If you look at the various Facebook reports up and down the coast, the um, the fishing is just electric at the moment. It's just just so good. As I say, consistency. The coast of up this way is a little bit too damp at the moment. The um, They've had uh, just that little bit too much rain, and there's um, yeah, some some minor flooding and things like that at the moment. We haven't had anything too outrageous yet, uh, but you know the, the the good folk of Lismore are always uh, you know, keeping their eye to the sky, as Kieran would say, and sort of flinching every time they see a, a, a decent uh, bank of clouds on the horizon. So fingers crossed that we we don't get anything too outrageous but as I say at the moment it's just been nice drinks every afternoon and beautiful sunny days and it's just made the vegetation go absolutely silly which the farmers love because they're sort of looking at uh, you know bailing up hay ahead of winter and things like that it's uh, yeah sounds good very very promising okay and how's the gun shop been going Gun shop's been going really well, you know, and we, we've been selling a bit of bit of uh, gear and, uh, you know, selling a bit of fishing gear as well and things like that. So plenty of people up and about, you know, you know wandering around looking for, for tackle opportunities and things like that up here in Tenerfield. But uh, I've got a bit of gear, but the, the Liberty fuel station in town has got a whole bunch of gear and um, Peter Lewis's lures and all that sort of thing, so... Yeah, I've got some, but if you're really after a bigger selection here in town specifically, the the, uh, petrol station, Liberty Petrol Station, is the way to go. Nice bloke, that Steve Bowler. He sends people to the opposition. That's all right. Yeah, yeah, goes all right. Rising tide lifts all boats. (laughs) (laughs) It was funny, you were talking about line dancing. My mum a few years ago said to me, Grant, I'm doing line dancing at the Royal Easter Show. Do you want to come and watch? And I went, do I have to? Oh, come on, man. Oh, no. I can't. That's a, you, that's not, not you don't, you're not into boot scoot? No. Can't wear it. Can't, I love country music. Your, your poor mum. She's asking you. She's excited. She's going dancing in front of the, the Easter show, which is a big crowd, and you're just like, ah, oh, poo-poo to you. Yeah, absolutely. Hey, yeah. look, don't worry. She could give as good as she could take. She was, she was in hospital, and she had a... Uh, she had. But this is after she had a heart operation. The physiotherapist came up and said, "Hi, I'm your, I'm so and so. I'm your physiotherapist." And she turned around and said, "Can you dance?" He said, "Pardon?" She said, "Can you dance?" He said, "No." He said, "Well, you're no use to me. Go away." Good for her. Yes, legit too. Oh, okay, Steve. Thank you for that. Dramas. Talk to you next week. Okay. Bye, Steve. Stevie Bowler, up at Tenterfield. He's a good man. It's funny, he's mentioned, you know, Kieran says about the um, 
you know, being careful of your graphite rods, etc. when you're on your boat. He still hasn't told me. He said, he told me, mate, if you're out there and there's a there's a thunderstorm, make sure you get those, you know, fishing rods down. I said, yeah, cool. You've got 35 What do you want me to do with that 50-foot pole that's sticking out of the top of it? <laughs> he still hasn't come up with an answer for we're, that yet. We were up in the Coral Sea a couple of years ago, and uh, I was out on the... Um, uh, rally with uh, 20 yachts and Peter Sayer and myself and we had this thunderstorm come over oh. and he couldn't see anything. It's just lightning and rain, bits and pieces. And uh, Batty and PMW said, well, what are you going to do here with all this lightning around? I said, we got 20-odd lightning rods around us, so we shouldn't have too much of a problem. One of them worked. One of them worked, yeah. <laughs> one of them worked. <laughs> yeah, one, a of 48. It actually struck beside the boat, but wow. it blew everything on the boat. Yeah. It was $140,000 worth of damage. Wow. And, and, and I'm, I must admit, I am a little bit the same when I go surfing. If there's a multiple surfers out there and the shark warning, I don't really care that much because the, the numbers are sort of in my favour. But if there's only two people out, I might sit on the shore for a little yeah. while. You know? <laughs> We're going to take a break. When we come back, we'll head up and catch up with the team from Salamander Bait and Tackle. You're listening to High Tide. It's 18 minutes after five. There's a conversation going on. It's a conversation that will never end. Radio 2SM is at the centre of it all, connecting you to what really matters, to the issues you care about, to the debate you want to be part of. This is Radio 2SM. Today I'm talking to Glenn, who is one of Arbavite's many happy customers. Hi, Glenn. Hello, Lee. When did you start taking Arbavite and what for? My mild arthritis had progressively deteriorated. It was reaching the stage of me being virtually crippled. A friend of mine suggested that I try Arbavite, so I gave it a go. What benefits have you noticed from Arbavite? After just the first bottle, the pain went from 8 out of 10 down to a manageable 2 or 3 out of 10. Are you happy to recommend Arbavite and what would you tell our listeners about this product. Absolutely. I've told all my friends to give it a go. The secret is to have two or three bottles till the pain subsides and check dose that you're having the correct amount. It's wonderful to hear how much of a positive impact it has had on your life. Thanks for your time, Glenn. Arbavite is an easy-to-take daily supplement that may help manage some of the most common health disorders caused by inflammation. Arbavite health supplements are now available at Chemist Warehouse, Australia's cheapest chemist. Arbavite.com.au. Always read the label and follow the directions for use. There's nothing like Razorback 4x4. They make Australia's best four-wheel drive seat covers, which offer protection like no other. So you can get out and about knowing that the interior is protected from spills, mud, sand, dogs, even messy family members. Razorback 4x4 have the strongest, most comfy seat covers this side of the black stump, and they're customizable with free shipping Australia-wide. Head to Razorback4x4.com.au and grab some for your four-wheel drive today. That's Razorback4x4.com.au. You'll see more of Australia in less time when you travel by plane with Outback by Air. In a fraction of the time it would take you by road, Outback by Air will fly you to destinations you'll never forget and you'll probably never see again. What you will cover in a week on Outback by Air, all-inclusive tour, would take you up to a month or more to do in a motor car. Check the packages and destinations available at outbackbyair.com.au or you can phone 1300-310-503. Nothing says Aussie summer like an ice-cold Bundaberg ginger beer. Coupled with backyard barbecues, sunshine 
and your mates. Bundaberg Ginger Beer is a true blue brew, a quintessential classic. Craft brewed over three days using real Aussie ginger and a traditional family recipe which has been perfected over four generations. Treat yourself this summer to the great Australian brew, Bundaberg Ginger Beer. This is 2SM Sydney. This is High Tide. Brought to you by Blake's Marine. Check out the range at blakesmarine.com.au. And when you do, don't forget, hop online, blakesmarine.com.au. They've got stasis on special at the moment. A tongue of gear for you to take a look at and well, well worth doing. Hey, yes. uh, how are things been down at Blake's Marine? It's starting to pick up. It's been a little bit busier this week. Times are tough, aren't they? Oh, yes. Yes, yes, I yes, know yes. that. Was that? The boss is at work. Oh, Matt's at, at Duff Salamander Bait and Tackle. Good morning. Hello. Happy Saturday. Um, I won't. I'll just get straight to it today, if you don't mind. Yeah, go for it. People in the shop. Um, look, the weather's looking pretty good weather-wise all the way through until next Friday, which is Australia Day. It looks like it's going to be 35 or something. So, um, east northeast winds 10 knots today. Uh, conditions reasonably well. Uh, what have we got? Moderate at 1.4 metres, it's saying. And she's meant to get up a bit warmer today, too. Um, so unusual, some unusual things. Other than, look, they're catching a fair few whiting off the open beaches. So, Fingal Bay, Baruby, um, one mile of producing whiting with the odd brim in the mix. But the unusual stuff, a lot of leather jackets. If, they, if you want to feed the leather jackets at the main break, well, Nelson Bay, the guys have been going there and getting a fair few and some decent sized ones too. So a different fish to fish for, but something you might have a crack at in the holidays. Toothy little fans that they are. Some nice snapper outside, and Peter Silcock sent me a picture of a couple of dolphin fish they got at the fad earlier on in the week. So um, the snapper, the V, the 21, there's also some trag around those reefs as well. Broaden Island, the Sisters is producing pan-sized reds. You've got also, what else is in the diary? North Rock, a few kingfish. Also some big kingfish moving around the break wall in the afternoons down there. So the guys are telling me they're catching a leather jacket. So if you want to throw a live bait at them and see what happens, you never know. Um, whiting, obviously, the beach worms are the way to go with those things. And the fish have been in good quality. Martin and Pete went down there yesterday and ended up with 15 between the two of them, just about the 2K mark down at Baruby. So you don't have to go far. I'd advocate an early morning fish, and you've got good tides um, uh, this morning, So, you've, which is, which is just quickly, 4.44 high tide. So I'll um, have to love you and leave you. Have a nice Saturday. We'll talk to you guys again in the morning. No, okay. thanks for doing that. Isn't it good the way he does that? Like, I, I know he's busy and we are, in, you know, encroaching on his time, but he'll still take the time to give us a report. Duff Salamander Bay, tackle Salamander Bay, Salamander Bay, Coles Express Service Station, 49820711. Very good people. Yeah, no, he's a good boy. He's a yeah. good boy, but obviously busy in the morning, which is good. Good to see. Which is exactly what you not only want to see at this time of year, but you should be expecting at this time of year, being so yes. many people are still on holidays. Pitwater's still got a lot of watercraft on it. Oh, yeah, well, people aren't using them. It'll start to drop off the next week or two because some of the schools start to go back. Mm-hmm. But uh, a little bit of news uh, during the outboard industry during the week. Yamaha released a new uh, 4.2 litre. V6 350 horsepower motor. So one of the lightest ones in the market, 281 kilos. Uh, more aimed at the cruiser market and because the, there's been a shift uh, and you notice it on the waterways where there's a lot of stern drive stuff in that 25 through 35 to 40 foot market, it's all going back to outboards now. Yeah. Because the cost of the stern drives and with the emission laws, the new outboards are cheaper and lighter and easier to run and there's more room in the boat. 
So this new 350 replaces the 5.2 litre V6, going back to a 4.2 litre V6. So it's lighter. And and same profile so that it... um, it's light, it'll fit on replacement, do all that sort of stuff. It's got a few little niceties in it. It's uh, got electronic steering built into it. You can't use hydraulic steering, it's all electronic to go with Helm Master and things like that. Um, another nice thing it's got, when the engines blow 2,500 RPM, the exhaust comes out above the cavitation plate, which is underwater still, but that stops aerating the propeller, so you get more thrust and better thrust in reverse than what you would. Uh, having the exhaust coming out around the propeller in a traditional outboard. Once you get above 2,500, the valve closes and the exhaust goes back out through the propeller because over 2,500, you'll be moving forward. You're mostly not in reverse. Yeah. Um, flushing systems built into the engine. And in because it's digital steering, it's a nice clean rigging tube. One single tube that comes out that carries everything. And it's got a, re, uh, a flusher device in that that goes inside the boat so if you're a marina situation like that you plug it in inside the boat and just flush the motor out you don't have to muck around putting hoses outside the boat to climb outside the boat to do now, like that. that's a good idea yeah, yeah and multiple engines that it can hook up and do things and you actually get pumps for it and things like that as well so if you're using your um, system on board the boat um, what else is it? oh nice little thing and this again is more for multiple outboards it's got a, a new system on the tilt because you know you've got to stand there and tilt them and wait till they come all the way up when you can tilt you can double tap it and it'll tilt it all the way out of the water and double tap it'll take it back down to trim range that's a nice yeah. nice little thing a bit smarter type of thing so you know there's some some good things in it uh, fuel economy is even better uh, but it'll be a game changer. But we'll start to see them come through in the next six to eight weeks, and they'll bleed through. Um, Price-wise, they don't know yet. It was more, and it's on social media now, so you can have a look at it. But uh, it's worth having a look at the new 4.2 litre 350 Yamaha. Now you were saying that there was a 10 percent range on the horsepower yes. rating. Rating. If you've got multiple engines on on board, does that become a significant issue, or it's just not noticeable? If no, one well, that's was 10 percent different to the other, that 350 can be anywhere from you know around 320 to 385 horsepower. But no, it doesn't because it's in a in a rating yeah. system, and that's the, the only way they could do it. You know, some people say, "Oh, this 70 horsepower is actually 85 horsepower." Rubbish. <laughs> it can't be. Yeah. You're not allowed to sell it because it's be misrepresenting what you're selling. Yeah. So, you know, something not only from the fact you'd be underpowering, but you could be overpowering a boat. Yeah. So, uh, yeah, it's. And one particular brand, which I won't mention any names, used to use that. Oh, our motor's much more powerful than everyone else's. Well, certain ones are, certain ones aren't. It depends which range you're talking about. <laughs> and this goes back even back further, back into the early days of Mercury. And Carl Kiefkafer, who was one of the legends in the outboard industry, who started Mercury. His ethos was he wanted to have the fastest motors. So before the ratings, he'd sell a 9.9 that was actually a 15 horsepower. And so if you look how fast our, our boat motor goes towards everyone else's. And that's how it worked. And it did very well with it and marketed it very well type of thing. But I don't know how it'd go nowadays with litigation and things like that because the boat's only rated the 9.9 and you put a 15 on it it causes an accident. Oh, dear. We're throwing in a, a lot more uh, technical spots and, and leaning on Alan a little bit for, for some of his uh, vast knowledge. Um, I hope you're enjoying the segments. After six o'clock, we're talking about something quite interesting, though. Yeah. This is going to be this is going to be a little bit more in depth. Oh, paintwork on boats and aluminium boats, especially in oxidisation and, and corrosion and warranties and things like that. Oh, the other thing we must mention too: Yamaha's uh, just bought Torquedo. 
Yes. And now Torquedo, you'll see the electric outboards around. that have, They've been around for a few years, Torquedo. So you can see which way Yamaha started to lean and getting the expertise from somebody else by buying that company. Hmm. Hmm. Interesting. interesting. It'll be interesting. It's, uh, there's a place for them, but, uh, yeah, I don't know what they're going to do with them. <laughs> and I, I can just picture at the moment, if you're, um, you know, up on the um, Pacific Highway, oh, I'd say roundabout Grafton, there'd be a truck driver going along at the moment. I wish they'd stop talking about electric cars. <laughs> Morning, PJ. Hope you're having a wonderful Saturday, brother. We're going to take a break on the other side. We're going to talk to him about 6.30, I think. Yeah, I can't wait. Yeah. <laughs> he, I, I, he's always got good stuff to talk about. And speaking of that, we're going to catch up with Greg Reed. We're going to head down to Jarvis Bay right after this break here on High Tide. Talk. Overnight, Princess Mary, soon to become Queen Mary, born in Hobart, and now to become a, a queen. First time an Australian born to become a royal. I think it's a, it's a fantastic story. This is 2SN. Well, as the world's growing more aggressive in the way it is, I think we've got to keep an eye on our own. I mean, you want to be an Aussie, mate? You've got to be an Aussie. People come here and they usually renounce their country because they want a better life. Why would you have two citizenships? Talk Overnight on 2SN. Treat your taste buds with irresistible chocolates from the Byron Bay Chocolate Company. Oh, can I have one too? Yes, here's a moon macadamia. Mmm, thanks. Oh, yum. Australia's finest chocolate-coated fruit and nuts, locally sourced and imported from our perfect growing climate of the Byron Bay region and our beautiful hinterland. It's a little family company, big in chocolate, supplying the world. Can I have another? Here, chocolate macadamia. Look out for the Byron Bay Chocolate Company at quality independent outlets. You can turn your wedding or other group function into a memorable special occasion at Twin Creeks Golf and Country Club. Overlooking their picturesque 18th green, Twin Creeks Clubhouse is the perfect venue for any group get-together, party or celebration. Do yourself a favour and find out about having your wedding or other group function at Twin Creeks Golf and Country Club. Go to twincreeksgolf.com.au or phone Twin Creeks Helpful Function Staff on 9670 Are you building a new home? Well, there's a more affordable way with a PAL Kit Home, Australia's most experienced and trusted kit home supplier for more than 50 years. You can become an owner-builder and manage the building of your own home. PAL guarantee that you can do it even without prior building experience. Find out how you can build your very own home. Go to PAL, that's P-A-L, kithomes.com.au or you can phone them on 1-800-024-912. Epic has arrived. The Kia EV9. Kia's all-electric seven-seat SUV with an integrated panoramic display and premium relaxation mode. The Kia EV9 provides you with all the best luxury and comfort features. Book a test drive and experience the most groundbreaking Kia ever. Kia, movement that inspires. 2SM has Sydney talking. On 2SM and the Super Radio Network... You're listening to High Tide. 
And I think our network's still in a commercial break at the moment. That one's pulled up 30 seconds short, so I'll just jibber for a few moments So because I don't want you to miss our next guest. He's always got very, very good information, not just for people that are down the south coast, but for uh, people anywhere because of his association with Pro Lua Australia. Yes, he knows what he's doing. He knows too. what he's doing, and the tips are very, very good. So I think we're out of it now. Yep, now. Return to program. <laughs> Thank you. Goodness, the computer said that. Oh, well, Greg Reid, good morning. Yeah, very good morning. How are we? We're good. What's happening? I do like talking to hundreds of people around the country over a month. (laughs) You do do get a good, you do get a good grasp on what's going on around the um, around the country. Don't think I want to be up in Gladstone next Thursday or Townsville. You think there'll be another little storm up there? Oh, another little storm with an eye like a cyclops. Yes. Yes. Come in land, dump a bit of rain, then head back down the coast and suck up more moisture. Dump it somewhere else. Yeah. Be good, for the bar- be good for the barrows, though. Like, uh, the, the runoff side of things, you know, that's all positive. And the, the top end's just getting a great, great drenching at the moment. So the runoff fishing up there is just going to be absolutely epic. Yeah. Um, so if I can give a shout-out in the in the NT to Wildman Fishing Tours. Um, we've actually just connected with them up at Shady because uh, Jeff, Jeffrey's picked up our XL Shad, the 150s, and they're his go-to for the uh, for Barra, um, which is pretty cool. Um, so, yeah, the runoff side of things up, up north is going to be good this year. But um, reality is in Jervis Bay, the Benito has shown up, which is good. I love Benito. Anyone who thinks that Benito's just snapper baits got rocks in their head. Mm-hmm. They're a little tuna, and they're, and they're one of the nicest, tastiest little tunas. Um, Himalayan rock salt, bit of butter. Salt and pepper on the barbie. Not even a minute either side for a little fillet, so it's still pink in the middle. Oh, my goodness. On a bit of sushi rice with a bit of ketchup manis and a bit of coriander and basil fresh from the garden. Absolutely delicious. I'm just going to the shop, Alan. I'll be back in five minutes. Can you take over? I'm starving now. That sounded that sounded absolutely gorgeous, Reedy. It's got to be sushi rice that's washed yeah. four to six times. Yeah. Why? Okay, it's got to be covered the starch. So, so it removes the starch off the... The husk of the rice, and it's just sticky and 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 really nice with ketchup manis. And if you can grow coriander, um, even better. I like nothing more than just going out to the veggie garden and ripping out a fresh chunk of coriander, and um, you know maybe even a, maybe even a few snow peas too to chuck on a on a bed with that with fresh bonny. Um, it's juicy as a tastiest tastiest little fish, and it's just you know most Aussies traditionally their headspace for oh it's good snapper bait. I mean I'd eat a bonito over a snapper any day of the week. Um, it's tuna, and it just depends on how you cook it or, or how you sashimi it or how you prepare it. So if you're taking a trip down the rocks in particular and you know you're going to be hanging around, take an ice, take an ice bag with you um, and bleed them straight up. Icky Jimmy brain spike, get the blood out of them, get them straight on ice, and they are absolutely delicious feed. Um, you can fish pretty light for them off the rocks as well. You can, you can get away, well, depending on the style of braid that you use, but you you can get away with even 10-pound braid off the rocks. Um, but some of the good sort of 20, even 25-pound braids now look almost like the thickness of the old 6-pound, um, which is a bit ridiculous. But I prefer I prefer more of a, a, a plaited braid or the old sort of 4 to 8 carrier braids off the rocks for a bit of abrasion resistance. But, yeah, it's somewhere around 10 to 20-pound braid, um, 30 to 40-pound litre with a metal or the or the Pro Lua Ultra Gar 150, which is our garfish lure. 
Um, you can toss those off the rocks. You'll get a bit more distance out of the metals. Um, High-speed cranking with those. Every now and then you're going to get a kingfish that's going to come along and just blow you off the map, which is good. But um, just be careful of the swell. A lot of people miss misunderstand the water in Jervis Bay, even compared to Sydney. Um, there's a lot deeper water straight out the front. And, um, you know, a lot of our ledges are, are famous for fish, but they're also famous for taking people. So be careful if you're on the rocks. Um, Nor'easters are, nor over the weekend. Looks like the subtlety's going to arrive uh, late Sunday, so you should get a bit of timing on the water. Uh, there's been plenty of squid um, around the shallows. Pretty warm temps inside the bay, though. It's upwards of 21 degrees in places, so... Um, Good for a swim. Lots of sharks on the beaches. It's for words why people go swimming 100 metres offshore more than waist-deep water right on sunset. You're just asking to get bitten, really. Um, There's plenty of sharks on the beaches and and some good-sized sharks, not just little pups either. Um, So uh, take care there. Um, Basically, I'm looking forward to to this late summer early autumn topwater bite and, and you just mentioned torquedo before and, and the reason why I'll segue into this um, torquedo are actually used on, on hobies yes. um, as part of yeah. the electrification for hobies as well so the whole kayak fishing thing they've got around hobies actually got a round down on the basin in um, I think it's in February which is prime time for topwater so the topwater brim bite on the basins um, is really starting to hit its straps now with summer um, a lot of the bigger flatties have sort of moved out of the shallows. Boat traffic had something to do with it, but the temperature's also um, having a bit of an impact there as well at the moment. Um, but some good good estuary snapper in the basin at the moment as well. It's fair to say that probably soft vibes and even blades, which are traditionally known as a winter thing, um, are, are doing better in the deep for those that want to fish in the deep. But, um, and a good run of school mulloway as well. And I reckon if you can get up the Shoalhaven River and there's not too much debris, um, some good bass fishing, good carp fishing opportunities. Um, yes, I did say carp fishing opportunities because they pull like stink. They're a great sport fish um, up the Shoalhaven River. So, uh, yeah, go and get into it because it's good, looking like a good weekend for it. It does. The weather's beautiful today and nice tomorrow. Winds are good. Yeah. Yep, until that suddenly arrives uh, late Sunday. That's it. That's the best time for yeah. it to arrive, too. Yeah, that's it. Once everyone's had their fun on the weekend, and, um, yeah, good to cool us down, too. Yeah, great. I've got next week off. Grant's going sailing <laughs> next week. <laughs> Monday, we're, right. we're provisioning Monday and heading out. <laughs> provisioning. Oh, very good. Well, it looks like you'll have a bit of wind for it. That's what you want when you go sailing, Grant. Yeah, we're just going <laughs> to muck around in pit water, but I'll take the wind. I'll take the wind yeah, all day. beautiful. Yeah. Yeah, no, it's, good. it's a good thing. Yeah. Okay, Greg, thank you for that. Pro Lure Australia. .com.au. Worth the effort. That's it. Is okay. there new pro- no, was there a new product out this week, Greg? Uh, not this week. The next thing to come is actually uh, we've got an 82 mil um, diving hard body, um, which is our first barra. Dedicated Barra Monday uh, hard Ooh. body, but the reality is with a Barra hard, it comes with all the good hardware. Um, it's also going to be good for um, for the southern estuaries for Mulloway and and in New South Wales we don't do enough trolling for flathead. Um, you can troll an edge if you can troll troll a weed edge or a drop off. Um, trolling is an absolutely legitimate technique. Queensland's just miles ahead of us in that in that state in that aspect. 
Um, so a good little flatty trolling lure as well. That's the next one, and hopefully the hard-bodied prawn with the interchangeable legs. I, did, I thought it was going to be March, but who knows now? Sometimes, <laughs> 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 oh, the Jews have been manufacturing overseas some stuff. It's um, it's it's a blessing and a curse. Okay. So they're the next, they're the next two projects. Um, we're excited about. No worries. Okay, Greg, thank you for that. Happy days. Have a great weekend, you and the listeners. Okay, thanks, Rick. Greg Reed from Pro Lures Australia. Well, you got interesting. A- Sorry, quite interesting. Some of the product you guys. Oh, and what absolutely, happens. absolutely, and 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 now they're going for for Barra as well. That it's pretty cool. Yeah, pretty cool. And he's got over one hundred and fifty stores carry all his stuff now, so mm-hmm. it works. We're going to take a break. On the other side of this, we're going to catch up with Marine Rescue New South Wales and find out. I'm just thinking, Blakey. Yes. I know that. Um, the emergency service minister got to go for a run on, on a vessel. Two things about that. I want his job. I want to go out on one of those. That would be so cool. The second thing is, did they just find every wave they could to give him the experience? And and you know, you know what I mean? Did they go hardcore? I would. I would. I'd be sacked from Marine Rescue in a day. I would just go <laughs> hardcore. I got the minister on board. You want to know what it's like? No, I don't think uh, so. No. Where, where's the sport? Come on. No. We'll find out. We'll okay. find out. After the break, it's 17 minutes away from six. Right now, Make-A-Wish is supporting over 800 critically ill kids across Australia. That's more Wish Kids than ever before who need your support. Wish Kids like Cooper. Eight-year-old Cooper has a rare neurological condition and often spends his holidays in hospital. His biggest wish is to have a fun holiday in the snow, throwing snowballs and building a snowman. Thanks to Make-A-Wish, that's all about to come true. Helping sick kids like Cooper find hope is something we all have the power to do. You can help create inspirational wishes. Donate today at makeawish.org.au. Hi, I'm Patrick Dangerfield. How good is getting out on the water? But what if something happens to your boat or jet ski? You want to know that you can count on your insurance. That's why I choose Club Marine. Boat insurance by people who know boats. Club Marine is Australia's largest provider of boat insurance with more than 50 years experience. So if you're looking for flexible cover options, exclusive member benefits and fantastic claim service, look no further. Get a quote at clubmarine.com.au and discover why boating's just better with Club Marine. For those high rise and difficult access painting jobs, Skyhook Painting is the answer. Instead of using costly and unsightly scaffolding, Skyhook's expert tradesmen will abseil down your building, preparing and painting the surface as they go. So if you've got a high-rise or difficult access painting job, get in touch with Skyhook Painting. Go to skyhookpainting.com.au or phone 0449 Recently retired and want to give back to the community? Looking to contribute to a worthwhile cause? Join View Clubs of Australia, a friendly women's network in your local community. View supports the Smith family to help Australian children in need break the cycle of poverty. Become a member today. Call 1-800-805-366 or go to view.org.au. Relax and unwind before you take off when you stay overnight at Ridges Gold Coast Airport Hotel. Located just a minute's walk to the terminal and a five-minute stroll to the beach, Ridges Gold Coast Airport Hotel 
is your perfect home away from home. Enjoy a sundowner and meal at Ridges Rooftop Bar with views along the Gold Coast beaches and the hinterland. Visit ridges.com or you can call... Zero seven five six one nine eight one nine. For the management of pain and inflammation associated with osteo and other mild forms of arthritis, try Stiff Sore and Sorry Pain Relief Gel. Always read the label, use only as directed, and if symptoms persist, see your healthcare professional. Look for Stiff Sore and Sorry Pain Relief Gel at pharmacies and health food stores everywhere. To find the location of your nearest Stiff Sore and Sorry stockist, go to loveoilcollection.com.au or phone Ray on zero four. 2SM Sydney's Talking 2SM 1269 On 2SM and the Super Radio Network This is High Tide It is 15 minutes away from 6 o'clock At 6 o'clock we'll update the news for you I'm really looking forward to uh, Next week, out getting out on the water It's a good chance, I I always think, to catch up With, um, you know, all the people that that work in in my local waterway, the divers and people like that. Uh, Maritime always come past and say hello. The mooring guys and marine rescue got a good good, a good unit of marine rescue up there at uh, Broken Bay. Okay, let's go to Marine Rescue Northern New South Wales Zone Commander Darren Holm. And uh, morning, Darren. Morning, guys. How are we? We're good. And what's happening up at Marine Rescue? Because you've been a little bit busy this year, haven't you? Yeah, look, the 2023 season is certainly um, one of the busiest years in history. Um, Marine Rescue New South Wales completed its busiest year on record with 4,786 search and rescue missions across the state. It's a lot, isn't it? Is it getting busier because there's more boats on the water or people being a bit lax in their maintenance and what they're doing? Look, I think it's a combination of uh, the back end of COVID, uh, people wanting to get out and um, enjoy themselves on our beautiful waterways. But also, unfortunately, it's uh, a spike uh, definitely caused by lack of maintenance. And um, we're seeing, uh, you know, that more than half the incidents in 2023 could have potentially been avoided with better boat maintenance, with 57% of calls from mechanical battery or fuel issues being the main causal factors. Yeah. Um, for those responses. Yeah. It's so easy to do too, isn't it, Alan? You go out there, you've got your, your plotter on, you switch your motor off, you're doing a bit of fishing, you, you, you know, and all of a sudden you've you know, got your stereo playing and you your ice live machine bait tank going, running, your live yeah. bait tank, and all of a sudden you go, okay, let's start, start up and go home. Yeah, yeah, that's, that's right. You know, we volunteer safely, we've seen 10,645 people to shore which was an 18% increase in rescue emissions across the state's coastal and inland waterways. Wow. Uh, that meant that all six regions with Marine Rescue New South Wales units have a, n- a record number of rescues, including the Northern Rivers, Mid-North Coast, Hunter Central Coast, Greater Sydney, Illawarra and the Monaro region. Yeah, interesting. Yeah, it's, it's, it's hard because you don't think of the boat, and I suppose in harder economics times too, people don't seem to spend the money or have the, the thoughts because there are other things to worry about, other financial issues about getting the boat serviced. And That's they're correct. just leaving exactly a little right. bit of the maintenance. We, we do have a message for our boating fraternity, and you know, along with a regular maintenance regime, we also urge boaters to follow the steps to stay safe this boating season. And that's to log on and off with Marine Rescue via VHF Channel 16 
or use the Free Marine Rescue New South Wales app available for both your EOS and Android devices. Yeah, We're also asking skippers to make sure everyone on board's wearing a life jacket, make sure your vessel's engine and battery are working correctly before you go out, make sure you've got enough fuel and perhaps some in reserve, and always check the conditions and safety equipment. Yeah, don't think that you can go down a boat ramp and, oh, it won't start, so I'll jump it from the car, I'll put a jumper on, I'll start it, and then I'll be right for the rest of the day. That does not work. It leads to trouble. That's exactly right. So, yeah, it's... A, it's so a I've hard got an one. example of uh, one of our good rescues that occurred last Saturday night. The third yes. um, if you're interested to hear that, we uh, received a call at our Marine Rescue Sydney State Communications Centre um, for a call for assistance from a yacht around 6pm uh, down off the Tollgate Islands uh, at Batemans Bay. The yacht was approximately six nautical miles southeast of the Tollgate Islands when a person on board the yacht became unwell and they required urgent medical assistance. Our volunteers at Batemans Bay assembled and Batemans Bay 30 was deployed for the mission. Once they reached the yacht, the crew transferred the patient from the yacht onto Batemans Bay 30 and took them back to waiting paramedics at Hanging Rock Program at Batemans Bay. This meant the yacht could continue on its way uh, and the patient was then transported after they were treated by the uh, paramedics transported to the uh, hospital uh, to seek medical attention. So that that was a, uh, a good mission that was carried out by the boat. Sounds group. like it was a bit more than just seasickness. Yeah. Yeah, yeah, and, yeah look, you know, uh, it's, it's, it's always a difficult one. When you're out there, you're fairly isolated, and, um, you know, if you do need serious assistance, you, uh, serious medical treatment, you need assistance fairly quickly. So kudos to the crew down there that uh, were able to help out. And, Darren, I don't think that would be the easiest thing in, in the world, especially if the person, the, the patient, was immobilised in any way. I mean, it's, it's tough enough getting an able-bodied person from one boat to another when you're offshore, let alone if they, you know, required a stretcher or something like that. It would have been a, a tough exercise and one I'm sure you guys train for pretty hard. And that's exactly right. Training is paramount and um, each situation is, uh, is unique. But uh, fortunately, I believe by the time the vessel uh, was out to the yacht, the stricken yacht, or, sorry, not the uh, yacht with the person seeking assistance, um, conditions were still light enough, so uh, you know they were able to do that transition fairly quickly, fairly easily, and um, without any um, issues with the patient. So that's a, a great news story. Oh, that's good. That's Speaking good. Of great news story. I've got one more for you. Yes. Uh, earlier in the week, uh, the Emergency Services Minister, along with Commissioner for Marine Rescue in New South Wales, um, had the pleasure of. Uh, uh, experiencing the new Alpine Lakes vessel. Uh, the Mar- Marine Rescue Alpine Lakes replacement vessel has been undergoing final capability testing at the Marine Rescue New South Wales State Headquarters in Cronulla. Uh, the Commissioner Burrell and uh, Emergency Services um, Minister Jihad did inspected the new vessel known as Alpine Lakes 20 and uh, it's just been uh, had its navigation equipment fine-tuned all its safety equipment uh, being placed on board so that it's rescue ready for when it's delivered up into the Alpine Lakes, uh, hopefully mid-next month. This vessel will be deployed at Lake Eugenbeam, but it'll be a trailer vessel and it'll be able to uh, be towed around in that Alpine Lakes region. It's a 6.8-metre plated vessel and it was built at Grays Marine and Welding in Nambar. It's easily deployed by trailer and uh, the vessel's designed for lakes and alpine water conditions. 
And if anyone's interested, they can have a look at the video on our Marine Rescue New South Wales Facebook page. What I want to know, Darren, <clears throat> did they take the minister out for a run? Did they flog it to see if he gets seasick? <laughs> <laughs> I don't think it's his first um, trip on one of our destinations. No, but, uh, no. He's very, uh, very proactive, as you know. And, yeah. uh, yes, I believe he did go for a run on the new vessel and he was suitably impressed with his capability, the build quality, and also the service that it's going to provide to those Alpine Lakes boaters. Um, fortunately, I have experienced uh, the Alpine reaches and I know what it can be like up there. Yeah, it's not a place to mess around with, is it? I mean, they're enclosed waters, but they're very, very cold waters and you don't need to spend much time in there to, to start feeling the effects of hypothermia. That's correct. And, you know, with Lake Eugen being, being, you know, approximately six times the size of Sydney Harbour, um, you can imagine the wind fetch that you get up there with some of those um, cold, windy days uh, where you've got sleeting snow and, and, um, and rain. Um, it can get very nasty for those, that, especially, you know, in the smaller uh, Tillisteer tinnies um, that don't offer too much protection in those types of conditions. No, it sounds good. I'm sure Alex Burrell wouldn't have got seasick. I know Alex is a good seaman. <laughs> he would if yeah, I was driving. I was wave jumping eight foot waves. <laughs> Sorry, I missed that. I said he probably would have if I was driving and I was jumping eight foot waves with it. <laughs> Mind you, that's not a good way to treat a boat. No, they do tend to right. suffer stress fractures. It's not setting the right example. No, no. Well, yeah. I, the reason why I asked Aaron is we used to do it in motorsport, where you know you get you get a minister in or somebody, and there were ways of doing it that you know weren't pushing the car or anything like, that, and we'd flog it just to see what their reaction was, see if we could make them feel a bit squeezy. Yeah, yeah well, look, you know these vessels are purpose built. Um, they're, they're built uh, to carry out the duties required for the areas that they're going to be deployed. Yeah. So it is important to, uh, to you know, make sure that we tick all those boxes. And this one's the first of its kind from Grays Marine at um, Yamba. And uh, fortunately, I got to see it uh, about 50% um, through its build process. And um, it really does look great now that it's completed and on the water. So um, I'm hoping that once it gets down to you and being the, uh, the local members down there, the volunteers will be able to take it. Take, um, you know, possession of that vessel and use it to its full potential. Yeah. Yeah. Okay. Thank you very much for your time this morning, Darren, and uh, keep no, up the good work. Yeah, thank you very much, and uh, have a great day. And, and, and again, if uh, people are going out on the water to enjoy themselves today, just a reminder to log on on the VHF Channel 16 or the uh, Marine Rescue New South Wales app. Take care, enjoy yourself, and come home safely. Okay. Thank you very much, Darren. That's, thank uh, you, boys. Darren Home, Northern Zone Commander for Marine Rescue. They do like uh, you using the, the app because it frees up the airways, but I've got to admit, I do love chatting with Marine Rescue, especially when you go into um, some of the smaller communities up and down the coast because they're always so friendly and yeah, cheerful bubbly, and welcome. Right. You should work for the Tourism Bureau. You know? <laughs> <laughs> always, and I was being frivolous about the emergency minister and, and stuff like that. I, I don't, you know, you, you, those... The, those crew, I actually think Marine Rescue could make a ton more, get a ton more donations instead of doing their raffles as they do in the clubs, charging people to go for a run in their boats. I would that like they are trick. They are they are done up well. They've got everything they need um, to you know to go out and perform a multitude of tasks. Yeah, good idea, but in 
practicality, oh, no, wouldn't insurance work. wouldn't work. No, but 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 like tours of them and and showing people what they've got. I mean, we see it so often on Facebook. They're just really really well done out rigs. That mop up at Yamba, and I have no association with them. No, they do they're obviously job. doing a good job. They do do a good job, and the good thing is the money's being spent in New South Wales. Yes. Yeah, which is uh, definitely a good thing to do. Yeah, and in an area that is is known now with the uh, marina up there. Well, that's where Paul Burt comes from, so. Oh, really? Yes. Okay, well, I, yeah, well, that's probably not their number one claim in life, is it? Ask Bertie, it is. We're going to take a break for the news. On the other side of the news, we'll be back with our final hour of the program today. It's going to be a busy one. We're going to chat with Alan uh, about rust in paint on an aluminium boat. It's not rust. You want osmosis? No. What? what Oxidisation. Oxidisation. Aluminium doesn't rust. It's the same thing. No, it's not. It's the same 